right, guys. Well, from steaming hot Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And I'm Dan Beecher. And coming up on today's show, Dan, we're going to be talking about um, a doctor who's been touting uh, hydrochloroquine as a cure for COVID and some of her crazy ideas. You've probably seen her and... and, and oh, uh, yeah. She's, you all know Dr. Stella Emanuel at this yeah. point. She's famous. Yeah. Uh, and hydroxychloroquine is literally the least kooky thing <laughs> she does. That's like... That's so, that's yeah. the normal thing that she, do- that she does. <laughs> so we're going to be talking about her and some of her, her quacky ideas. Yeah. But uh, before we get to that, Dan... Yeah, we got other shit to talk about. We, we got other shit, and I, I was, um, I've, I want to start off with one that I was surprised that you hadn't heard about because you're normally a big follower of the Satanic Temple. Oh, I do enjoy the 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 TST. Yeah. Um, well, they had a big announcement uh, this week, Dan. Mm. Um, they have come out with um, a, a declaration that um, they're satanic abortions are protected by religious liberty laws <laughs> um, specifically the religious freedom restoration act um th- that they believe gives their members the uh, uh, uh makes them exempt rather from unnecessary regulations um that are often placed on women seeking abortions um, now they've tried this sort of before. They filed a lawsuit that that failed on well, this front. They are making it an actual uh, ritual. There's, ah. uh, they're making um, abortion a satanic uh, or one of their religious uh, rituals. Right. It it is a rite. It is a it is a yeah. sacrament. So they actually spell out how um the the ritual works nice um, they they state very clearly that the ritual is not intended to convince uh anyone to have an abortion said it sanctifies the abortion process um, love it by instilling confidence and protecting bodily rights when undergoing the safe and sci- uh, scientific procedure of, of abortion yeah because um, because the what failed about the lawsuit like the lawsuit was their their claim was it is our sincerely held religious belief right that uh that these women should be allowed to have the abortion without any interference right now they're making it a right slash ritual exactly hoping that, that that has a little bit more teeth to it right interesting so for a surgical abortion uh they have spelled out the the ritual and how it should be performed okay um, so it says prior to receiving any anesthetic or sedation look at your reflection to be reminded of your personhood and your responsibility to yourself focus on nice. your intent take deep breaths and make yourself comfortable when you are ready say the third tenet and the fifth tenet aloud you may now undergo the surgery after the surgery is completed and any anesthetic has worn off, return to your reflection and recite your personal affirmation. Uh, feel doubts dissipating and your confidence growing as you have just undertaken a decision that affirms your autonomy and free will. The religious abortion ritual is now complete. And it's basically the same thing for 
um, a medical abortion, right? The, or, so or, the, where the, you're taking a pill, right? Right. The, so the tenets uh, described, one of them is the, uh, the body is inviolable, subject right. to one's own will alone. What's the other one? The, so the fifth tenet, so that's the third tenet. The fifth okay. tenet is beliefs should conform to one's best scientific understanding of the world. One should never take... Uh, or one should should take care never to distort scientific facts to fit one's beliefs. Great. And then the personal affirmation is, my body, my blood, by my will, it is done. Excellent. Um, and so that sounds Satan-y, but it's also like totally great. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Um, and so they, they say, so they list these examples of requirements um of that that cannot be enforced on satanists right mm. um so mandatory waiting periods to get an abortion right um required reading materials uh the requirement <laughs> that practitioners withhold certain medical information uh compulsory oh. pr counseling prior to abortion uh medically unnecessary sonograms mandatory listening to the fetal heartbeat and uh, compulsory burial or cremation cremation of uh, fetal remains. So, so now they just need to wait until a member uh, has an abortion. Yes. And it, and any of these uh, asserted rights are infringed upon, and yes. then they can sue again. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so, and and for anybody who's not fully aware of like the Satanic Temple and and what their whole thing is, like they don't like they have kind of a Q and a that's attached to this and it's like, you know, do you believe, you know, what, what do Satanists believe in? Right. Um, do you, do you worship Satan? Right. It says no, nor do we believe in the existence of Satan or the supernatural. The satanic temple believes that religion can and should be divorced from superstition. Yeah. Um, and, uh, what does Satan mean to the satanic temple? Um, they say, say Satan is a symbol of the eternal rebel in opposition to arbitrary authority, forever defending personal sovereignty, even in the face of insurmountable odds. Right. Um, so uh, it's, but it, it's interesting, right? But the, the satanic temple has been recognized as a religious organization, right? Um, yeah. They're up and running as a religious organization. So to, it's, it's going to be a, a tough one for a judge to say, well, no, these are not sincerely held beliefs. Yeah, right. I, who knows what will happen. Nine times out of ten, the judges just go, well, you're Satanists and I don't care what you think. So <laughs> Right, right. We'll, we'll see what happens, but, but I love that they're, still, that they're still pursuing it. I think it, that well, that's they, amazing. Yeah, and that they've, they've come up with a different tact, right? They've, right. they've come up with this way to um, make it even more integral to uh, their uh, religious, uh, you know, Right. system or whatever yup so yeah all right there you go uh hey i'm gonna take us to my new favorite county in the entire united states because what? i didn't know until this moment that it existed oh that is in florida manatee county florida oh. which i did not i just love that there's a manatee county florida I think everyone should name uh, their counties after sea cows. Anyway, um, <laughs> there, some I don't know if you're aware of this, uh, but Florida 
they haven't done great with the whole COVID-19 thing. They, oh, no, 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 no. I saw that interview with Donald Trump. They're doing great. They're doing, they're, you'd think they're doing great. Uh, one of the reasons they're doing a little better is that there have been some mask mandates happening. Oh, uh, okay. Which is, which is always a good thing when there's a pandemic. Well, it's not universally seen as a good thing. And oh. there's a lawsuit coming out. Oh. Uh, State Representative Anthony Sab Sabatini oh. has announced that he is teaming up with the Reverend Joel Tillis to sue Manatee County uh, over uh, the, the mask mandate, claiming that they are... It is, it is an infringement... Oh, no, sorry. Quote, it is a radical infringement of the reasonable <laughs> and, legit and legitimate expectation of privacy and facial autonomy. Facial In addition autonomy. To, okay. Yeah, oh, yeah. My face, my choice. Yeah. Uh, in they, addition to... careful not to say bodily autonomy right yeah exactly <laughs> uh in addition to medical the medical privacy uh by forcing them to wear masks for the majority of the day uh this was not however the only complaint uh the uh the pastor had a second issue that was uh -oh. that was very uh that that, that made this uh, a, a troubling thing for him which is that masks Make it harder to pray. How? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I think Could God not maybe, hear you through the mask. Maybe God it, I mean, is doing you. a lot of lip reading, and uh, <laughs> he's very far away, and you can't hear it all. I but know. you know, his, his 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 hearing might be going, but his his sight is still dead on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, unfortunately, also. Uh, it's really infringing on his right to uh, to speak to his his congregation. He feels like he can't do a good job, and the choir can't sing. It's oh just oh my god! It, it's infringing on everything. It's almost like they shouldn't do church at all in person. I but that's too much. That's crazy talk. So instead of that, they're just going to sue to make sure that everyone's allowed to endanger everybody else. Legally. Here, here's what I think, Dan. And I'm going to take something that we were talking about before the show. Uh, and mm -hmm. I'm going to apply it here. Okay. I think that churches need to innovate right now. And I think one of those innovations could be just placing people into, like, private tubes um, <laughs> when they're inside... <laughs> Uh, the, the the church right like there you they go. don't they can have their mask off but they're in like a little private little their own little cubby right everything everything vents outside yes, so. yeah air comes in the bottom or maybe from the top blows out the bottom um, and uh, yeah just keep I it. always like the phrase blows out the bottom uh, <laughs> when it comes to church so that's always good I'm on board oh, you've convinced me God tubes. But God, God not being able to hear the prayers. Is that yeah. what we're assuming it's all about? Because how do you uh, not pray? How does it get? I don't understand how it gets in the way of prayer otherwise. I think uh, he's hoping nobody asks. <laughs> I think this was just one of those. I mean, he might as well have written, this is a disingenuous claim. Please ignore. <laughs> because obviously that's the stupidest thought. <sighs> of all time <laughs> and if your god is literally impaired at all by mask by masked praying 
maybe you do not have as omnipotent a deity as yeah. you previously that's had thought. That's a shitty god. That's that, a, you that's got a, a real... bullshit god right there, my friend. <laughs> that's a nasty, dumb god. <laughs> All right, Dan. Yeah. Uh, here's a story of uh, some religious folk who are taking COVID very seriously. Uh, we talked about this earlier in the year that Hajj, uh, the uh, um, Islamic, or I'm sorry, Muslim um, pilgrimage, pilgrimage, yeah. uh, annual pilgrimage to Mecca, uh, and 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 just all around uh, kooky week of activities. Um, yeah, normally drawing like two million two people, million uh, Muslims normally make the the pilgrimage. Um, where they Yearly, get to throw yeah. it, yeah, where they get to throw rocks at pillars and uh-huh. uh, run around a, another rock, probably a meteorite. Um, and uh, well, two million is the normal number, right? Did you hear how many showed up this year? Well, I know we had talked about the fact that it was it was uh, they were specifically limiting it to invited audience only. So no, I have no idea how 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 few that is. One thousand. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so yeah, it was it was by permit only. Apparently, they were going to allow up to ten thousand. They okay. there, there just was no interest. Nobody wanted to to, to go to this thing this year. Uh, but a I'm thousand, proud of the Muslims. Well done. The but a thousand of them showed up, um, and Dan, you know, you know the whole when they're they're making the big walking around the Kaaba. That's yeah. the the big black box in the middle of a, a an arena essentially right. at this point. They, and they got to go like seven times around. Yeah, or something like counterclockwise. That. Right. It's very specific. Yeah. yeah. All these things. Um, so they painted like color-coded lines concentric circles right okay around the kaaba and apparently they must have while people were walking in given them a correspondingly colored umbrella that would put them onto which circle they were allowed to walk on (laughs) i see um and then they uh the lines themselves or the, the circles rather were uh very well spaced and then the the people with their umbrellas uh were also socially distanced um as they walked around dan it was it 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 looks like a giant musical number is about to 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 to, to break <laughs> out right like hodge is just it, it it's a uh, it's a flash mob yeah is because what it like, is. W- why else would there be people in color-coded umbrellas and can like you know there's like a black ring and a yellow ring and a green oh ring gosh. and a, you know so forth and so on. I'll all the colors right i just and i just pulled up a picture of it it's quite it's very funny it's very funny in- but it's also kind of interesting to look at you know yeah. um the, the 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 pictures from around mecca this year are stunning like normally like there's like these they've built all this infrastructure just to handle these two million pilgrims every year right right? um so there's like there's overpasses and there's massive like flyover walkways that are pedestrian walkways that you know that that just to move mass amounts of numbers of people around and it's just a ghost town there's nobody anywhere i mean the article that i read was really talking about the economic hit that the merchants of mecca are, are 
are oh yeah that's got to be undergoing at the moment tragic but um but i was far more interested in these the, the the pictures and just sort of this idea of something that is normally just this massive massive effort by the saudi government to yeah. to manage and to keep people safe and uh you know um both yeah, and provide medical services you know right the, the part of the article talked about the local doctors who are normally sort of having to do like you know double and triple long amounts of time for their shifts as they well, yeah. normally do they're like just every, like they're not even being every, called like, up to duty this year yeah because er, at least once a decade there's a stampede like it's <laughs> they well, need right. and and plus it's in the middle it, like it's the heat and everybody and not everybody can get food and water when they need it and well, stuff right. so but you can't have two million people congregated anywhere without there being heart attacks without there being right. strokes without there yeah. being trips and falls and whatever right like even without like throwing rocks and walking in circles <laughs> just it's just two million think about two million people it's that's that's a city right yeah and so there are deaths during hajj normally but not yeah. not for any reason other than just somebody died um and so um this year a thousand people um wow. they basically only had two hotels open um and they were completely distancing everyone i think and, you need to open all the hotels and everybody gets their own hotel <laughs> or one floor per person right type thing. right yeah yeah huh oh my gosh that's yeah, crazy I, it uh, yeah i just thought it was great uh hajj ended uh this last weekend so uh, we actually finally kind of have numbers and a sense of like what happened but yeah i mean you said it earlier um kudos to the to the muslims really on, yeah. on this for taking it seriously um and and, and like bending doing t taking the hard choice and like the as important like taking one of the seven pillars of their religion yeah, yeah. and saying not this year yeah i think it's five sorry about it i think it's five pillars okay whatever it is or is it, or is it four <clears throat> anyway one of the pillars one it's of the quite, central th it's, <laughs> it's pretty important is what i'm getting at eight maybe and anyway <laughs> there they go they're uh they're actually to you know if god can't understand he when the when the people have to modify their lives when he sends a damn plague then fuck again we got another shitty god if we if that's the case yeah well sounds like muslim god is okay yeah sounds like allah gets it so that's nice <laughs> all right well uh i'm gonna take us to the vatican where uh, an article came out recently in a in a Jesuit magazine, oh. which uh, which has been decried by a bunch of nuns. Now, here's what's interesting about this: these nuns have said that this article is uh, is is an attempt by the church to silence their voices to silence nuns voices because as we've reported a few times recently nuns are uh, are finally starting to speak out about sexual abuse from priests hmm. towards them towards right. the nuns uh and so so there's this article that has come out that uh that at least uh one of the one of the head the former head of a vatican magazine for the ladies 
which is Done Chiesa Mondo, Women Church World. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's great. So I love for, their recipe <clears throat> section. They've, they've, they've oh my god, a, it's so good. <laughs> did you did you try that tiramisu? Because that uh, was a knockout. Uh, no. Anyway, <laughs> that's, that's crazy. Anyway, also they got lovely patterns from for making your own wimple. Uh, <laughs> they uh, no so. Apparently, Lucetta Scarafia uh, wrote a, that she thinks that there might be a revolt among the religious sisters because of this new article. So what does the new article say that is that the, they're accusing of trying to silence women? It says that nuns are in danger. <laughs> but oh. It's a different kind of danger, and it's about nuns uh exploiting other nuns so oh either way you look at it no matter how you look at it it ain't great to be a nun right now wow i thought like so, they were just like going to turn them into a silent order or something <laughs> like, right well so here's you what's got interesting. something to say sister <laughs> yeah exactly yeah uh you guys don't talk no Thou more silence lady i'm afraid no <laughs> Now, you know those kinds of nuns what don't say nothing? You're that now. That's who you are. Oh, you're going to write it down? <laughs> nope, you don't do that no, no more neither. There's a no writing order as well. Yeah, you, you take a vow of poverty and give me back that pencil. <laughs> anyway, uh, so, the, uh, so this article uh, may be talking about a very real problem. Uh, the problem it's talking about is Mother Superior uh, actually taking advantage of young nuns and holding them in what is basically captivity. Oh, God. Uh, talking about bringing, like, transferring nuns from other parts of the world to, uh, especially to Italian orders, where they don't even speak Italian, so they can do nothing. They can't... <sighs> Uh, you know, they can't even order food. It is almost like an, a gag order. Yeah. Holy shit. Uh, but this is about this is about calling out mother's superior as opposed to priests, <sighs> which is amazing. So, so just <clears throat> systemic abuse of power. Is, yeah. is what we're is what Specifically we're actually of nuns. Specifically no, I mean, of because Catholic, the Catholic Church, <clears throat> right? Is oh, a yeah, church right. that is that the that the that the structures of it are just just ready for people to abuse the power structures. Oh right, that, that absolutely. Um, wow. Well, I mean, when you think about it, it is sort of a perfect storm for people abusing power, right? Oh God, yeah. I mean, living these... in a religious order, right? Yeah, I... a, a nun gives up everything about her her own self her personality like she she makes that choice and says okay church do with me as you want and the church goes okay i'm gonna do that yeah it's just not what they expected yeah but i mean getting to go live in italy that's not bad you know yeah, well, there. The I mean, there's great. that. You know, there's you say that. they don't, they can't even ask for food. I mean, you'll learn, you'll learn some staple words really, really quickly. You know, <laughs> chibo, ragu. That's chibo. all you gotta know. Chibo, yeah. oh, chibo. Food. Well, yeah. 
food. Exactly. Food. All right, Dan. Yeah. Um, oh, this is a this is a, an interesting story. Um, it is this. It is the story of a a man in Alabama uh, who's Uh-oh. both. That's never a good start. <laughs> who is both a uh, Southern Baptist pastor and a uh, Republican state representative. Uh, for a yeah, a I think rural... they're all required to be pastors there. <laughs> well, um, he and it's he's kind of he's a young guy actually. Like, um, there's a picture uh, in, in the article of him, and I was a little kind of taken aback because he hmm. just looks like a some millennial kid, really. <clears throat> um, but he's both a pastor and a member of this this state house. Um, right, but anyway, he has gotten himself in a little bit of hot water. Um, he posted on Facebook um, the same day that uh, uh, John Lewis, uh, Representative John Lewis, who just passed away, um, right. when when his body was was making its final crossing over the Edmund Pettus Bridge in Selma. Sure, right. So kind of an an important day, right? Um, right, a day, a day for the the african-american community of our country yes um an important day for uh, definitely an important day for the african-american community an important day for for everyone who you know cares about um civil rights in this country, correct right yeah. and so it might also be an opportune day for you know people of conscience and maybe elected officials to say something nice right sure uh well um this uh this young man what did I say his name was? Will I, uh, Dismucus. <laughs> okay. Don't just make up <laughs> names for people. That's not nice. Well, it's either Dismukes or Dismucus. I'm going with Dismucus. I, yeah, I think... I think I, if this like goes where I'm anticipating it going, mucus is probably correct. Dis- dismucus. You, you demucus something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anywho, um, he posted on Facebook... Um, had a great time at Fort Dixie, okay, uh, speaking and giving the invocation for Nathan Bedford Forrest annual birthday celebration. Oh, my God. Always a great time and some sure enough good eating. Now, you may not know this name. Um, I know that name. Well, Holy shit. For listeners Tell who people. don't know, uh, it's actually General Nathan Bedford Forrest. Uh, who was a Confederate um, general and who kind of his his great claim to fame, aside from being the first, uh, what do you call him, uh, Grand Wizard of the Ku Klux Klan. Oh, that's right, yeah. He also uh, is known for uh, his role at the Battle of Fort Pillow, which, don't let the name fool you, um, oh, it was definitely the cutest <laughs> battle of the entire war. No, it was not. Oh, um, okay. So, following uh, the the Union's surrender, um, his he his troops massacred um, black soldiers. Black. Oh, Union cute. Um, and uh, of course, then he joined up with the Ku Klux Klan. Um, so, kind of, kind of a, kind of a, not a not a great character uh no but one no, that, and one statues, that is like we're celebrated in, a moment. in white southern uh history 
white Southerners well, like this guy. Well, except that we're in a moment right now where statues of him are coming down all over the place. Yeah, but the white, you know, race, yeah, Southern the racists white Southerners yeah. still love the guy. The, you know, the racists are pretty happy about him. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Why not? You know. Anyway, yeah. um, guess uh, guess what happened after after he did this after he posted um, this aside from well, the fact that it it got quickly taken down. Uh-huh. I mean, there was clearly going to be outrage and yeah. some some much quieter approval. Yeah. Well, the outrage um, led to him meeting with a group of uh, Alabama Southern Baptists. Um, and uh, the following day, uh, he resigned from his position Ooh. as pastor. Uh, oh, he, wow. he has yet to resign from the state legislature, which is actually <laughs> telling to me, right? That's something, man. Yeah. Th like, is the church actually doing better than the state legislature? Well, uh, apparently the Alabama... Baptist Congress something or other um, apparently Baptist State Con Alabama Baptist State Convention uh, and the State Board of Missions um, has um, basically affirmed uh, a stance by their executive director uh, who issued a, a personal credo saying that he was opposed to racism so they, they're taking an anti-racism and anti-racist stance as, wow. as, as Baptists in Alabama. I don't know how well that's going to work out for them. Um, I mean, well, I don't want to pretty proud of them. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Props to that. When your members are a bunch of racists and I know, I know, I know I'm painting Alabama Baptists <laughs> with a broad stroke here. Yeah. But I mean, isn't it? fairly predictable well but, at least <laughs> at least traditionally <laughs> one has is, certain expectations it's, but, and it's one of their most honored traditions right yeah well internally I, i'm impressed honored. i'm imp you know what i'm always open to people uh changing their tune and if this guy gets kicked out for for being a dickhead yeah uh i'm all about it yeah go find yourself an even more racist uh sect to be a part of <laughs> well speaking of uh confederate heroes uh i don't know if you know this you i in in point of fact i do know that you do know this but uh the u.s Capitol, <laughs> there in washington dc mm -hmm. houses a collection of statues <gasps> uh they call it statuary hall yes and it and and it Includes a hundred prominent people. So each state sends two sends two statues. Each state has two statues representing their state. It's and uh, it's an incredible and fine tradition. And it's and it's always uh, every single person in the hall of statues is is just sort of the sort of the apex American, right? Like just the right. the exactly who we should be honoring. That's always well, that, that is. It has always been the case, clearly. Uh-huh, uh-huh, right? yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, <laughs> North Carolina... Well, has, except for uh, North Carolina. <laughs> has, ...has not held to that tradition quite oh, as... I mean, no. I mean, Utah's one for the longest time was just the guy that invented TV, so I don't know. And Brigham Young. 
And Brigham fucking Young. And we yeah. dropped Philo T. Farnsworth yeah. for uh, the first, um, what was it? Ma- for, s- state senator. Uh, first oh, female, female state, senator. state senator. That's what it was. Yeah. She's amazing. Yeah. She, uh, Martha Cannon, I love her. Yeah. Martha so Hughes dearly. Cannon. Is that the Hugh- name? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think that's right. Yeah. Anyway, uh, w- one of the ones that North Carolina had there uh, was a, a fella called Charles A. Cock. <laughs> which Charles A. Cock? Charles A. Cock. Uh, he was a former governor of North Carolina, but also uh, one of the masterminds of what is what is known as the Wilmington race riot. God. Uh, and and there was a coup. And here's what happened. Uh, there oh, a local yeah. a local government was made up and of black Americans. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in 1898, uh-huh. uh, because because you know it was mostly black folks there, and they elected a government the way America is supposed to work. And then these dickheads stepped in and overthrew them, and replaced them with white officials. So. <laughs> that's cute uh and not at all uh it's just not an awesome thing and in this time of uh rem- of taking down statues of horrible awful racists the good news is he's coming down Woo! uh so yay uh the less good news is that the person going up in his place is one Reverend Billy Graham. Boo. So there you go. A uh, sort of, yeah, I mean, he's a religious icon. Yeah. He met the queen. So I There's guess, a whole okay. episode of The Crown. Yeah. That, that, that explores sort of her fascination with, with Billy Graham. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So uh, no word yet. As to what will happen with North Carolina's other statue, who is... <laughs> well, maybe uh, not f- as problematic. <laughs> uh, no, a Confederate military officer. Oh, no. He was, a, he was a former governor and U.S. senator, but before that, he was a Confederate officer. Uh, a man by, who is, I gotta say, he might need to stay up just for the name. His name was Zebulon Vance, which, yeah. if that's not a villain in a Philip K. Dick book, I don't know who is. <laughs> but there you go. Uh, Zebby's still standing, but uh, but soon Reverend Graham will be. Daddy of of, of uh, Franklin will, will be up <sighs> there. Meanwhile, Fra- meanwhile, his son uh, just had his picture posted on a boat holding a drink, standing next to a, a scantily clad young woman with his, and I promise this is true, fly open. Uh, meaning, not even buttoned. Not unzipped, just open. Wait, 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 wait. So it's not like he just forgot to zip up. No. After, no, the, after the bathroom. Which happens. It's, and is, yeah. I mean, it looks like he might be wearing a swimsuit underneath or something. Anyway, it all feels a little sketchy, and I'm sure Reverend Billy would be uh, a little worried about it, but ah. he's dead now, and he gets to have his pic- his, his his statue oh, up in the God. in the place. He's only a couple years dead too. I know, but there you go. Ugh. Hopefully, when I die, somebody will make a statue of me. Probably not. This, this, you, you let's, let's let's start like, a fund, you guys. Just judging by so far, um, <laughs> I'm, uh, you, you I'm, gotta, just, gotta, I'm just 
You gotta get the like. You gotta do a little bit more than what you've been doing to get a statue. How dare you? <laughs> I'm putting the call out, uh, community listeners. You you know you want to uh, do it. Let's uh, let's start the GoFundMe right now. Nope. We'll get we'll get the statue of Dan done. <laughs> it'll be it'll be two feet tall. Anyway, uh, if you want to write into me and tell me how much you want to be the spearheader of that uh, endeavor, please feel free to do so. Podcast at thankgodimatheist.com or call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Yeah, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash TGIatheist. Click the like button. See what happens. Magic. And while you're there, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge and request to join. It is a closed group, but we will let you in. Also, find us on Twitter at TGI oh, yeah. Atheist. Yeah. More show coming up. Tally ho. Hey, Dan. Yes. This is, uh, unfortunately, Scott Lively has been coming up too much on the show lately. Um, but he's such a he's got so many fun things to say <laughs> you know i i have an that i i there there are those of these crazies right that um yeah. i i i enjoy watching right because they're yeah. just they're just kooky and weird and whatever and then there's other ones that are like absolutely hateful and my skin crawls like that that silver-haired guy who mm. the, with the superior attitude what's his what's his name i always forget his name all of them is it his <laughs> name all of them and then there's this guy right who's just so um dopey right yeah um yeah he, and crazed yeah and it just doesn't make sense yeah he's, so he's about to talk to us about his little he's got a new theory it's a delightful conspiracy theory, mm. and it is apparently happening in all of the big cities, or at very least the ones that are having a lot of protests right. uh, and, and clashes with the police. Well, and I'm pretty sure he's thinking it up on the spot, too. Right. Like, and he, the, the machinations that he goes through, mm. the weaving in and out of what, uh, what could possibly even be a, a part of reality... And and also sort of the the known patterns of different groups, it's it's amazing. And then his conclusions brilliant. Let's let's just play it. Why are the the Democrats burning down their own cities? What they're doing is they're setting up a scenario in which they're in which they've agitated and inflamed the black community, mm -hmm. and then pitted them against the police, uh, so that they can blame the blacks for the collapse of the cities. And they can discredit the the police, so it's easy to justify not paying them these exorbitant pensions that they've been uh, negotiating. Mm -hmm. They're not; they're, these are unfunded mandates, right? These are the, the police have always gone along with the Democrat uh, bond issues and all the different revenue uh, increases, tax increases, and everything, uh, because they were bought off with with promises of ever more. Uh, exorbitant amounts of, of pension money in their future pensions, but mm -hmm. there was they're, they're not paid for. They were they've always been unfunded mandates 
that were just going to be pushed down the road, pushed down the road. Now they've reached a place where they're, they're, the income that they have to pay, even for what they, even for the infrastructure they already have, has now been diminished. And they're scrambling, right? They're scrambling. And they know they're going to take these, the white liberals who run this, this system are going to take the blame unless they can shift it onto somebody else. And that's what they're doing. They're going to shift the blame onto the blacks, right? Because they're the ones that are, are on the cam on camera all the time, burning down the, 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 you know, a small percentage of the black community, right? This is by no means the majority of blacks. There's a small percentage, but, but blacks are all collectively going to be taking responsibility and blame for the meltdown of the cities, which is inevitable mm -hmm. at this point. And the police are being delegitimized because there's no possible way they're going to be able to pay their pensions. And that it, this way, at least they might even come out at some point and say that we're going to remove the pension obligations. We're not, we don't consider ourselves obligated to pay the pensions of these police departments because they're systemically racist. And they're mm -hmm. the ones that caused the black community to rise up and re rebellion against them, right? This is all a setup. Uh, and so I think this is happening at both at the state. And so if you're living in one of those places, if you're a conservative, if you're, if you're a Christian living in any of those places, get the heck out of there before it all collapses. Because even if Trump gets elected, right, there's the, the worst chaos that is going to take place in the Democrat controlled population centers. You know, Frank, how <laughs> Democrats are always trying to blame the black people for the collapse of the institutions. You know how the Democrats are always doing that? <laughs> oh yeah, I, I mean, that... that's, that's <laughs> just part of my, uh, my daily, you know, like, uh, yeah, yeah, my little affirmations that I, that I say to myself, when we get, I when, will when blame we get the e African-American community. I yeah. will. When we get the emails of, from, the from the Democratic Party that are always like, uh, hey, Let's uh, let's make sure that we uh, the bl blame the black community Shh. for for everything. Shh. You aren't supposed to talk about that. Oh crap, crap. <laughs> uh, I mean, no, we don't do that. It's. I mean, I don't even know what he's really talking about here. I don't even know what. I don't think he knows what he's talking well, he about. Clearly he clearly doesn't is... know what he's talking about because, like, like, like the the white liberals who live in cities have set up something <laughs> that is unsustainable, right? According according <laughs> right. to him. Um, right. and is about to collapse and we've all realized oh my god our, our cities are about to collapse because we funded them so poorly and this and that it, it, it just doesn't it just doesn't work right like it doesn't make I sense I love that his idea is that the democrats where I mean he's he, what he's doing is he's totally blowing what the, the party line is supposed to be about Democrats, which is that they're going to tax us into oblivion to pay for everything. Right. And these guys, and he's saying, oh no, the Democrats are just going to welch on the deal. Right. And blame, uh, blame the blacks. Right. Oh my God. And then, and then the conclusion, which is if you live in a city, get out, they're going, they're going to collapse. Yeah. I, I think that's probably likely the cities are the, are going to collapse. Oh, cities are. <laughs> the only <sighs> semi-reasonable governments at this point in our country. Yeah, uh, it's it's uh, it's it's crazy out there. Anyway, hey, we had some uh, some of our sane listeners uh, writing into us. Indeed, 
and uh, and and I wanted to get to that. Um, hello, I'm a new listener. This is unsigned. There's something I'm wondering about the new episode. Uh, this was our most recent episode. You mentioned a study regarding atheists and expressing emotions. Yeah. Uh, could you and and so this person asks, could gender be a confounding factor? As I understand it, men are somewhat statistically more likely to be atheists, while women are somewhat more likely to be religious. Uh, women are socialized to be more emotionally expressive, while men are socialized to suppress their emotions. Uh, Fifteen atheists isn't a lot. Perhaps the gender or perceived gender of the students could be swaying the effects. So I think that's interesting. I actually don't have the study here with me, but uh, but I do think that that's an interesting question. Right. I think that there's... Uh, something fascinating. I think there are a lot of factors that that could play into it. You and I just sort of guessed at what at some of the things that might play. Yeah, into Yeah, I mean, I was just looking up this idea that maybe there are more atheist men than there are atheist women. I've seen that that statistic. I've seen, uh, or more people, more more people self-identify, more men self-identify with the word atheist hmm. than than okay. women. I mean, I don't, I, um, I don't know. Huh. And while you're thinking about that, Bonnie also wrote into us and said, I could be entirely wrong, but the study you discussed seems to make a bit more sense when viewed from a psychological perspective. I seem to recall another study that proposed or concluded that certain minds are more inclined toward religious thinking. I wouldn't pretend to be well informed on the study, but wouldn't it make sense that the psychology behind the mindset of the disinclined might also result in some emotional reservation? Hmm possible yeah. interesting stuff hmm. uh okay so this one is from jake in tucson frank and dan i just sent a one-time donation so that you can have a drink compliments of my wife and yeah. i so we can all celebrate our official resignation from the lds church tally ho that's great uh <laughs> it only took four letters over two months oh, but from the lawyers at quitmormon.org to get it done, but it's official. Yay, congratulations. And by the way, if you, if you want to quit Mormonism, uh, quitmormon.org is a fantastic resource. Yeah. Because it's um, not just as simple as saying, hey, I don't want to be a part of your church anymore. You would think no, that's well, all it would take, right? Yeah. But the Mormons are like, no, yeah. you can't just do that. You have to go through so our there process. You go. We have a process. We want to, we want to, letters. We want to excommunicate you instead. Yeah, or something. Anyway. Uh, Jake goes on, I've already been beatified and just barely got rid of the Mormon priesthood, but one day I'll kick over enough to become the Lord and Savior. Well, Ooh. that is a tall order, Jacob, Ooh. but I am down for it. <laughs> In the meantime, he says, uh, I might need to let a few people in Brazil know that I wasn't quite spot on with my message a few decades ago. Oh, yeah. And there, and is there any way to get a refund from four years at BYU since it was the New Testament class my senior year that finally made me throw my hands up and say, fuck this, and leave without graduating? No. Hmm. I'll have to do some checking. Oh, God. Uh, see if you can get those credits transferred somewhere, Jakes, and then, oh. and, and then, then get your, uh, your degree from somewhere else. Yeah. But yes, but thank you so much for your- But they're not transfer. Right. Nah. But do but do do what you can. Anyway, thank you so much for the for the letter and for the for the money. We will uh, we will have a drink on you. Um, we also had someone write into us from Norway. Now we've been talking uh, the last couple 
there's there's been a back and forth about the gender neutral pro- pronouns. Oh yeah. Uh, and uh, we last week you'll recall we had someone write in from Sweden talking about the gender neutral pronoun that they've come up with. Well, uh, this is this is comes to us from Greybeard and Vilja or Vilja. Uh, so greetings from fellow godless bastards. <laughs> The Norwegians who listen to your show uh, every morning uh, say that, let's see, oh wait, I, sorry, this is Greybeard and Vilja, the Norwegians who listen to your show every morning on Vilja's way to school. Uh, oh, nice. Hi guys. Hi. Uh, Gustav listened to 382 and informed you of when Sweden invented hen uh, as a gender neutral pronoun. Norwegians are maybe more secular than Swedes, but still made fun of the PC Swedes. And all of our newspapers <laughs> wrote articles about the Swedish hen, and we all laughed for seven minutes. Then for seven minutes, we tried it, pondered it, and thought about it, and then we followed them. Oh, wow. Now, hen is a functioning gender-neutral pronoun here. Really? But we still hate they as a gender-neutral pronoun. Yeah. It messes up our grammar-focused minds when trying to write slash speak English. <laughs> So there you go. Congratulations, apparently, to most of Scandinavia. I don't know. There may be some that aren't some Scandinavian uh, countries that aren't doing so well, but the uh, the gender neutral craze seems to be sweeping the land. Ah. So that's great. Uh, so yes, thank you. Do we have some folks to thank? We other than uh, other other than the handsome Jake. We do indeed, Dan. Um, we have. A handful of uh, new patrons this week. Um, these are people who went to thankgodimatheist.com and clicked on the support tab and followed it on over to Patreon. You can also go to PayPal, that's an option as well. Um, sure. But these are they um, who signed up. We have two new deacons. Uh, we have Daniel and Ryan. Oh. Thank you guys so much. Uh, we also awesome. have a new teacher by the name of Rocky. Welcome, Rocky. Excellent. And we have a new priest uh, by the name of Audrey. A priestess, nice. perhaps. Uh, indeed. Well, I guess indeed. let's be gender neutral. So, yeah. oh. Just a priest. Yeah, except that that's male. How do you... We, Says we you. a problem here. No, we're just all our priests can be anything. Um, but thank you guys for signing up. Uh, we sure do appreciate you. You know, you you all are now holders of the Aaronic priesthood. Uh, yeah, and uh, which is the greatest honor that we could bestow upon you until you bump up your pledge and then you get to have the Melchizedek priesthood. <laughs> but it's really all great. Um, and uh, and we thank you so much. Like like you said, Frank. Uh, ThankGodImatheist.com. It's super easy. Go sign up uh, and show uh, show us how much you love us. And as always, Dan, because have our because top... love is communicated through money. <laughs> That's how that works. Um, and as always, we have our top donor, our Lord and Savior, Davis. Davis, Thanks. amazing. Well, more more to come. Hey, Frank. Dan. Did you watch the crazy video in which uh, rising superstar Stella, Dr. Stella Emanuel de- de- decided to declare 
that hydroxychloroquine is the uh, it will cure you of your COVID nineteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's a she's a she's a superstar now. She's the biggest thing that's happened uh, since uh, since Trump stopped letting Fauci use words. So, <laughs> well, and, uh, and, and and really, she was propelled to prominence thanks to yeah. Donald Trump. Thanks. Thanks to the Donald mm-hmm. who retweeted her and uh, and a few other people. Yeah. Uh, she's part of a group calling themselves Firepower Ministries, mm. and uh, and she is a doctor. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see how long that lasts. <laughs> anyway, she, uh, she she you know so she she came out with this whole thing, but the thing that immediately followed uh, this video was everybody fact checking her and going back and checking in on other stuff that she's posted in the world. And quickly they discovered that she is a minister and, uh, and, and for, and an African, uh, Pentecostal minister, um, probably who is, uh, who, who has some wacky beliefs. That's what we're getting at here. Mm -hmm. She, she uh, has preached about uh, gynecological problems being caused by sleepy time sex with demons <laughs> and <laughs> medicines containing alien DNA and all kinds of crazy oh. looniness that I think even most American Christians would be extremely uncomfortable with. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so here's the problem with that. People been sharing her shit. Even after they learned about all of the wacky do stuff, right. she's still getting shared all over the place. Facebook, Twitter, they're, they're just a, a frenzy of, of her. So why? Hmm. Why? I mean, everybody can see that she's a nut job. Right. Well, um, I th- do you know, do you know? What I I I I I have a reason why they they agree with her. Hit me, baby. Because they agree with that one thing she said. <laughs> right? They want yeah. they want some, but they want uh, more. That they like the idea of hydroxychloroquine for whatever reason. Right? They've bought into it because it's because uh, they were told that that's what their side believes right. in, and so all it takes is somebody saying. Yeah, hydroxychloroquine, A plus, right? And yeah. It's like, and that's and that's all anybody is going to pay any attention to. She's a doctor. She's a medical doctor. That's enough. And she likes that drug. Yeah. She agrees with Donald Trump right. that that drug is a miracle. And then drug. they have to hold their nose, right, as they uh, look at everything else that she believes, and yeah. they don't. And and people don't seem to be too bothered by this, right? That like. That this this person is clearly not a reliable source of information, right? So why well, would you? Why yeah. you're just picking and choosing the one thing that you want to agree with her on? And the, and ma- the amazing up, thing the to me is, is like, whatever. Like if she, like, okay, you can come to me and say this is a doctor, and they're Christian and they have some crazy beliefs. And as long as those beliefs are completely separated from their medical practice, mm, okay, I can actually, I can actually maybe go with you down that road. Mm. But she doesn't. She like 
She's talking about the cause of medical problems Mm. are demons. Yeah. Now, if you are a medical doctor who has been trained in modern medicine and you're still saying shit like that. Yeah. We have a big problem. You are not a credible doctor at that point. So, yeah, you might might as well be, you know, bloodletting to get, you know, to rebalance the humors. You know, yeah, yeah. At this point, if yeah, exactly. If you, why aren't you talking about yellow bile right now? Because <laughs> none of because yeah, it doesn't make any sense to believe a person who has who has a belief system that negates the very science that they are supposed to be practicing. Yeah, and that's what's wonky about this whole thing. It you know, it's funny because. Like I say, even even having just having the wackadoo beliefs isn't quite enough for me to dismiss a person. But when they invade the zone that I'm supposed to believe them on, yeah. You, so okay, you've lost. So me. here's the deal, Dan. You're at your doctor, yeah, right? Who's okay. been great? Like, like she's been helping you out with uh, your 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 allergies. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, you, you got that, that, that thing that's, uh, that joint that's kind of weird and she's been helping you out a little bit there or whatever. I don't know. Um, right. When you get sick, you go talk to her and never once, never once has she ever suggested <clears throat> that your allergies are, are, are due to some, you know, demon having sex with, you know, with, with, with me when exactly. I'm asleep. Right. That's never come yeah. up. Um, right. And then all of a sudden, you go in for, I don't know, you're having headaches or something, right? And, <laughs> and she's like, mm, you know, I know yeah. what this is. This is demons. She gives me, she, she gives me the demon thing. <laughs> like, I fucking walk out of the room and walk to, and, and like, I'm literally on my phone looking up the medical <laughs> board but okay but but do you think that that's what this doctor is doing do you think that's what um stella yeah. Manuel does during her practice of medicine she's crossing the line is that is that been established I, well here's the thing there was an interview with her um with i with some texas uh tv station or something yeah. and it sounds like, like she's ever, you know, now she's, she's hit it big. She's gone viral. <laughs> the crazies are coming out of the woodwork and contacting right. her, or at least that's what she's claiming. And I don't doubt right. it. Uh, and they're contacting her specifically because she's going to tell them about the demons inside of them. Oh, wow. So I think that may be where her, uh, her, where, where her practice is going. Wow. But I'll tell you what, man. Yeah, so, yeah. If somebody said some some crazy shit like that to me, I would be immediately contacting whatever licensing board okay, so, it is that's in charge of letting them have a okay, license. So here, here's that's the deal: not you've okay. Been, you've been there. All this stuff about allergies and everything, and they actually maybe handled the doc the the headache question medically and soundly, okay. right? But then you find uh, your uh, your doctor online. Right, saying Ugh. crazy shit like this, but they've always been great with you. They've never crossed the line. Yeah. You actually feel like they've got a great, 
demeanor. Um, they're respectful. You like you connect with them on that personal level. That's that, that's important with with your doctor, right? Sure. And uh, and 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 you're just like, what in the fuck? Like, but specifically think like like your they they go they go online and they start talking about allergies being caused by demons but they but they prescribed you you know some allegra d you right. know they they did what they were supposed to do in the doctor's office but they go online and they say something crazy yeah i would, do, I would still, never go to that person again go, huh 100% would you probably not no but it makes me wonder like should we be giving our doctors questionnaires I almost think so. I really, I'm very close to that at this point. Because, you know, we used to say, you know, brain surgeon used to be a uh, a, a stand-in, a synecdoche for smart person. Right. Like, it's not brain surgery means that it's not as hard as the hardest thing in the world right. or whatever. And then, uh, what's his name? <laughs> brain surgeon, uh, sleepy, what's his Ben Carson <laughs> comes on the scene and it's like, oh, yeah, you can be really dumb and be one of those. That's interesting. <laughs> I think Wasn't the point he is. actually, though, like a really good doctor? Like, oh, yeah, I think like, I, by all accounts, he's, a, he's an excellent brain surgeon. <laughs> but you still wouldn't have your brain, you know, I don't know. Operated I, the, on. The truth is, the, the truth is, what does matter to me about a doctor is their doctoring. Yeah. It's their, they, but, it's their track uh, record. Yeah, if they've doctor, got right, but like, like if they're the but if best they've got brain surgeon that, around, and they're specialized in that thing that you need to have taken out, yeah. But they're a nutcase, you know. Otherwise, I would have questions. <laughs> I would I would ask them very specific questions. I would say if there's is there ever a thing that you would uh, ever a time when you're in the the surgery that you would sub subvert Where your you hear voices. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> or would you ever subvert your medical training for your theological training mm. while, while I'm on the slab? Can I request that that's not an option, please? <laughs> you you can feel free to pray for me all you yeah. want, but you but you have to promise me you will only use science when you're operating. Okay, on me. here's a good one then, Dan. So. The doctor has some things that that he he likes to pray in the operating room before beforehand. Yes. Um, how does that make you feel? Let's say. Uh, it makes me uncomfortable. Not be, not for myself because I don't give a fuck. But like the other people in the operating theater, I feel like they would. It's it's a bullshit thing to do at a workplace. Mm hmm. Hmm. That's my objection to that. But but it's you, not about you wouldn't it, be it, like it's not about um, the quality of the work. Please don't pray before my operation. No, I don't care because about quite that. honestly, I want them in the best headspace possible. Like if they think that that exactly. prayer helps them, like okay, fucking have a prayer. Like I don't want you thinking yeah. that you're doing this without your special help, right? Like I yeah, want you exactly. having all the help. I don't want to get near the yips. <laughs> don't get the yips on me, doc. You got to do whatever you got to do. Do your do your whole. Your whole lineup of things, yeah. I mean, it's a base. It's basically a, a short meditation, yeah. right? So great. Go ahead. Whatever you, whatever you got to do. Likes to hop around on one leg. Um, 
and and, and, and play Zeppelin or whatever. <laughs> it's it's all fine with me as long as it's it, it leads to a better medical outcome. Mm. But yeah, when it comes to, I believe that, you know, if it and and I'm not we're not mostly talking about major surgery, but if a doctor believes that certain uh, certain ailments are caused by demons then I don't feel like they're going to be committed to the medical treatment of that right. because they believe that the correct treatment is spiritual. Right. And they're just going through the motions of the medical part. So no, fuck no, <laughs> I am not going to go see a doctor who has that kind of a, who, who's, who's messed up in right. that way. We, we've found that like chanting and, uh, you know, uh, prayer and fasting that that that's really good for allergies um but sometimes yeah. allegra d works too right so, exactly we sometimes i mean if you're not going to be faithful enough to do the real thing <laughs> i go. guess you could take a pill thank but, you doctor uh, but i uh, what we really want you to do is sing 12 <laughs> hymns and uh and never masturbate <sighs> again and you're it'll all go away and call me in the morning yeah exactly <laughs> Uh, well, kids, if you guys have anything that you, uh, any, any, where do you draw the line with your doctor? That's a question. Mm. Uh, do you, do you feel comfortable? Uh, at what point does it become uncomfortable enough that you would not go to a, a specific doctor? You can write into us podcast at thankgodimatheist.com or call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Yeah, hey, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist. those of you who still do Facebook. I know that that doesn't apply to any of you Zoomers, but anyway, uh, facebook.com slash Atheist. click the like button, you'll enjoy it. <laughs> and while you're on Facebook, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge and request to join. It is a closed group. We will let you in. Also find us on Twitter, at Atheist. Yep. yep. Speaking of the social media, thanks so much to all of our new friends who are helping out uh, on in the Members Only Lounge. Uh, that's amazing. And a big thanks goes out to the Red Rock Hot Club and to Gordon Johnston for the use of their music. And thanks to all of you for tuning in. We sure do appreciate you. Bye-bye.